one thing that's important to realise is that in the West we live in a type of society which encourages us to be a particular way. Like it very much encourages us, so much so that we're not given any choice. We're encouraged to be always looking for something from the outside. So it's as if we're kept out of balance so that we're running and we can never stop. So we're always looking for whatever it is we lack on the outside. And this obviously is the very thing that keeps um, consumerism going. We have to be like that in order to keep our system going. Very obviously. But the perverse thing about this is that we are fitting into an unhealthy system. The system comes first and we have to fit into it. So everything's for the benefit of the system. The system, our way of life, our way of organising ourselves, our way of understanding the world, should exist to serve us. But it doesn't. It most assuredly doesn't. So as a result in the process of socialisation, the process of education, both um, when we're children and when we grow up and go to college, it's all about developing this part of us that is good at um, obtaining things from the outside. So this has two elements in it. One element is the skills and tricks and techniques that we learn in order to obtain whatever it is we want to obtain. And two is the, the perception that everything good is on the outside and that there's nothing of interest at all on the inside. So, in very rough terms, this comes down to, I suppose, extrovert versus introvert. So extrovert is the thing. We're encouraged to ignore the inner life and pursue the outer life. Now this is, from a psychological point of view, it's a total, total disaster. Because the only place are our strength, our wisdom, our resilience, whatever qualities you, you might want to think of. All of these qualities come from within us and it's a personal affair. We don't get told them or taught them by someone else. We learn them through our own personal experience. So in the modern world of mental health care, we can see just how strange things have got because all of these are commodities, packages, and to be obtained from the outside. So they're there on the shelf and we we purchase them or we buy them or we get given them one thing or another, but they're standardized products on the outside. And wisdom and peace of mind and understanding and insight, none of those things come from the outside. They, there's only one place they could ever come from and that is the inside. And no one can tell us how to go about accessing 
that inner source of strength and um, creativity and insight. Nobody can tell us. We can pick up on it when we meet someone else who is inwardly inwardly orientated. To, to be inwardly orientated doesn't mean that you are a hermit or you ignore the outside world. It just means there is a balance. There's the inside and the outside. You can't go out into the world without an inside because well, if we do that, we're going to be taken advantage of, we're going to be utilised, we're going to be used, turned into machines. Because everything comes from the outside, so our way of understanding the world comes from the outside, and our way of understanding ourselves comes from the outside. So straight away, we can see this is a terrible sort of vulnerability, particularly when it can be used so very easily by um, the powers that be, as is usually said. We have a trust and we trust in the status quo, we trust in the hierarchy, we trust in the authorities, we trust in whatever, all of this stuff on the outside. And yet by trusting in it, we are giving away our, our autonomy, we're giving away our power, we're allowing ourselves to be defined from the outside. And there's one thing that we know for sure, and that is that when we're defined from the outside, when we're defined in any way, that definition is false. That definition isn't who we are. So this really is the basis the very core of all mental ill health. So when we go out into the world believing that we are what we aren't, believing that we are what we could never be and what no one else could ever be as well because it's not a real thing, it's a societal construct. It's a role within a game. Life isn't a game, however. It's not made up of arbitrarily assigned meanings. There's nothing arbitrary about it at all. The inner life is a given. But it's not a, a given that you can write down in black and white in, in rational language. It has to be perceived with the whole of our being. <clears throat> rather than the, the thinking mind. So we can see that it is a significant thing that we have been engineered um, to only operate in the world in the very limited kind of a way, in such a way that we are dependent upon the external authority and in such a way that we totally distrust or deny or otherwise ignore the inner life, which is something that can never be the property of established systems of knowledge. It's not something you can ever read in a psychology textbook or any other textbook. 
anything that we read in a psychology textbook has nothing at all to do with the inner life. That is simply the rational mind making an inventory of things, trying to explain things. But when the rational mind tries to explain everything and set itself up as an example, uh, as a authority, then what's happening is the tail is wagging the dog, very, very simply. Tails are great if you're a dog, you can wag them. But when you get to the situation where the tail is wagging you, then you know that's not that's not right, that's not good. That's not going to lead to any good things. So the tail of the dog is a thinking mind and the thinking mind is wagging us all the time. It wags us when we wake up in the morning until we go to sleep again. And we think that's normal. And within the particular type of culture that we live in, it is normal. Anything else would be abnormal. Anything else wouldn't be fitting in. It would be something strange. So this means that in order to become, in order to start to move in a direction that is mentally healthy for us, we have to become abnormal. We have to be out of step with our fellows. Again, this doesn't mean that we have to become hermits, it just has, it just means that we have to realise that the outer world, the world which we've designed for ourselves, is not the be-all and end-all. So when it comes to working with anxiety, Really, what it all comes down to is living in a way that we're not just living through the thinking mind, not just living through the intellect and its stores of knowledge, those stores of knowledge which we set, set so much stock by. All of that stuff is valued greatly, but no matter how much knowledge we've got, no, much, no matter how intellectually disciplined or intelligent we are, none of that helps us at all to live life. Not even in the slightest. It might be good for other things. If you want to become an accountant, you have to pass the accountancy exam. So that intellectual performance is very good for that. But for life, it absolutely isn't. Living life isn't an intellectual thing. Normally, our modality is that of problem solving. We're always trying to accommodate things to suit the way we think those things should be. And if we can't do that, we're disgruntled, irritated, frustrated, etc, etc. And to this way of thinking, the only time we're going to get peace is when we successfully get the world to match the way we think it ought to be. But obviously that is a joke. Even if you could do that, it would last for a very short space of time and then you'd be very annoyed and irritated because it would all go off again. So that's the way 
we are given to understand we should be living life. But living life is not an intellectual puzzle. What it is, it's more of a direct um, perception, or you could say sensation, of what's going on. So we don't intellectually process everything that's going on, but we actually directly perceive it. So if you're eating cheese, you taste the flavour of the cheese. There's no intellectual content to that whatsoever. And life is not primarily an intellectual sort of thing. It's an experience that cannot be rationalised. But just because it cannot be rationalised doesn't mean it can't be lived. Living and rationalising are two very different things indeed. <laughs>